Heineken, they wanted to grow their brand. And the way that they grew their brand was through a marketing campaign where the marketing person was like, the way he, he goes, you just explained to me how you create this beer. He goes, that's the most fascinating story I've heard in my life. He goes, why don't you tell people this? He's like, because everybody makes beer like this. He says, but nobody's telling the story. He goes, so I guarantee if y'all tell how it was built, how it was created, watch what happens. They ended up becoming the number one of the number one beer brands because of that marketing campaign. So it's not about finding a story that, you know, is, is amazing. It's about telling a story. All stories are amazing. Not every story is told. <laughs> How do you grow and scale your business while avoiding entrepreneur poverty? Hi, I'm Buzz and I've spent over 20 years marketing for entrepreneurs just like you. I've learned there's no one secret to success, but a series of strategies to help business owners scale at will. On this podcast, we uncover invaluable insights that successful entrepreneurs and industry experts use to profitably scale businesses. Welcome to You Are Buzzworthy. When I launched my book in 2021, I decided to go on a podcast tour. I initially hired an agent to help me get started and eventually started using a platform called Podmatch to supplement my appearances. Now, over a hundred podcasts later, I still use both. Now, I will say having an agent gets me on bigger shows with less effort. But the cost is something I waver on from time to time. So the question remains, is it better to use a podcast agent or is it better to use Podmatch to hunt for your own spots? Or is there a better way than both of them? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to explore the many ways you can get on other people's podcasts to share your knowledge, build your following, and establish your authority. To help me unravel all of this is Adrian Marino, who began his career inside the health and fitness space and eventually established himself as a behavior transformation specialist. Adrian, too, has used podcast guesting to grow his business well beyond a half a million a year and now spends his time showing others how to do the same. Welcome to the show, Adrian. Hey, what's going on, brother? Thanks a lot for having me. Hey, no worries, man. So where are you hailing from? Austin, Texas. Austin, Born Texas. Raised, I love it. Oh, there you go. My wife actually is a uh, alumni of UT. Oh, great. I, did, I, did, I didn't go to college, but I went to Austin High, which is like the school a lot of people from my school went to. So awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, I hear it's really cold for you people in Texas. Man, a lot of ice it's right like now. Below 40 degrees or something like yeah. that. I'm not built for weather below 50. So I'm just like, yo, <laughs> this is not okay right now. <laughs> so this is probably the best time for you to be on podcasts because you get to be inside where it's warm. <laughs> Perfect, man. Don't got to leave the house. Got, uh, you know, delivery from groceries. We're set, man. There you go. So today we're going to be talking about podcasting and utilizing podcasts for our business, right? It's funny because a lot of people talk about it being the craze, like it's now popular. And I'm like, I know friends, I have friends, I should say, that have been doing podcasts since like 2012. Like they're 10 years into this and people are finally getting there. And then there's other people who say, well, I can't start my own podcast because there's millions of podcasts out there. And that's a whole nother show. We won't even get into that. I want our listeners to understand is how podcast guesting is the thing 
that people are overlooking more. So my first question to you, because you know, you like me have used podcasts, uh, guesting to build our businesses. Why do you think guesting is such a lucrative marketing strategy? Yeah. So I actually brought this up um, a little bit before the show because I want to make sure I'm very accurate. The reason why is, let's just be very clear, um, as of November 2022, 383.7 million people listen to podcasts. Um, uh -huh. Last year, that was 144 million. So you can see that jump at like an astronomical jump. Um, right. And it's predicted that the number of podcast li listeners will reach almost half a billion by the end of 2023 this year and a little bit over half a billion by the end of 2024. So the audience is growing. And not only that, but people who listen to podcasts also don't mind being advertised to. Um, that's because 54% of podcast consumers, according to HubSpot, say that they are more likely to consider brands they hear advertised on a favorite show of theirs. So they are more likely to take action. And the average podcast listener makes 150000 to a quarter million dollars a year. So they typically have the resources to pay you for the offers that you're, um, you know, sharing on these podcasts or your services. So, I mean, if that doesn't make it look beautiful enough, I'm not sure what will. But that <laughs> right there is pretty, pretty direct, man. Right. I think it's important to dive into why people are so open to suggestion when listening to podcasts, right? Like, um, as a, as a marketer, we we're always fighting for people's attention. And, you know, when we're listening to podcasts, we're listening to people who have backgrounds in what they're talking about. So when I'm listening to a show, you know, I'm, I'm going to take away Joe Rogan and, and some of those right there, just any professional or any expert that I'm listening to on say publishing a book or something like that. I'm very attentive in that show, I'm learning something. And so I've opened up my receptive uh, nerves, basically, I don't know what you call it, but I'm opening myself up to receiving information. And so when you're in that mode, I don't think that we switch off and on, even if there is like music and it goes to a break, you're already immersed in the content that's being provided there. And since you're already in a receiving mode, you're more susceptible to those messages. Yeah, you absolutely. And when you're on podcast, you know, you have the ability to tell stories and I'm a hypnotist oh. by trade. And so as a hypnotist, um, I understand the mind very well. And I know that the number one thing that gets people to actually act and influence to make a decision is the pictures in their mind. If you can right. create certain images in people's minds, it will create a feeling for them to then move on. And so... Uh, you know, just like when I got, when I hired my trademark attorney, I hired him because I heard him on a podcast. I was sitting there and he was talking about the unsexy part of being an entrepreneur. And he said, you have to have a trademark. He made this case and I'm sitting here like, I do not have my name trademarked. I don't have any of my stuff trademarked. And I, what did I do? I clicked the link that it said, go follow him at immediately booked a call with him, ended up paying him like 5300 for a trademark package right after. So sure. story that he told created that image in my mind, which is why I just told you another story. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. I think that, that you know, we use stories to educate people through the ages, right? And podcasting is just the new age of storytelling, right? Exactly. And, and it's something we can do. I mean, shoot, I listen to podcasts uh, when I'm mowing the lawn. 
right? So I'm, it's like, this is a mundane thing I must do. Might as well be learning something. Exactly, right? man. Exactly. <laughs> more and more people are getting turned on to it. And plus, if you're in the personal development or business space, your offer helps people in those areas. Your people mm -hmm. are already into podcasts because they're into development. So if you have offers that help people in those areas, this is a goldmine for you. Exactly. So we understand now that, like, hopefully everybody understands how much leverage you create for yourself when you get on a podcast. And there's so many other things we can talk about as far as how to market those. But today we're talking about getting on these shows. So let's go with the next um, space in this in this conversation, which is like, how do the best ways for us to get on podcasts? Yeah. So number one, um, I'm gonna rephrase that question on how the best ways to get on relevant podcasts that matter to our bank account, because it's what? not it is not about getting on podcasts. You want to make sure the podcast you're getting on give you a cash return on your investment of that time. And so, what you want to do is find relevant shows. And so, one of the number one ways that I find relevant shows is, um, you know, for example, the reason this came to me really was I ended up, you know, I wasn't making any money through my business. I did one talk at a mastermind, ended up getting two clients out of nine. That was $10,000 for me. So two out right. of nine people that were there ended up buying my stuff. That's when I had the epiphany of holy crap to get in front of, I'm like the best way to market is to be endorsed by the people that have the trust and the attention and the no and all of that of your audience. If you get endorsed by them, you skip the line and you are that person. So that's why I was like, okay, I need to start getting on more mastermind talks. But then I realized podcasts are like masterminds. It can be a small audience, but they're engaged. And so I thought, okay, let me start getting on podcasts that are similar to my niche. And so the easiest way I thought of that was to get on my podcast app. And when you're on your app, you want, well, first you want to make a list of all of the influencers that your audience is listening to. Who are they already listening to? Whether they have a podcast or not, write those names down. And then what, and then what you want to do is you want to actually go on to the podcast app, look up their name, just search it in, type it in the search bar. Before you know it, you have every single show they've ever been on pops up. And now you know Clearly, this show is interested in my niche. And if my influencer that my audience likes is on this podcast, this is an ideal show for me to be on. So that is my first strategy is finding the shows that my influence, my influencers that already have my audience have been on and then mm -hmm. making what I call the dream 100. If you're familiar with Russell Brunson. Oh, yeah. You're Russell Brunson. There you right? go. And so I made, I make a dream 100. You want to make a list. My dream 100 is actually 371. So your nice. list can be pretty large, but you create a big list. That's the whole, that's the first step is creating your dream 100. That's one of the strategies to build your list. Now, once you've been, and that's one of the effect, most effective ones. So that's going to be the one to talk about. Once you build that list and how do you get on the show is you do what I call tell your power story. So as I said, Stories change everything. Okay, for example, one of the clients I got, I they hopped on a sales call. The very first thing I asked them was, what inspired you to book a call? And that client said, that story that you told about what you were going through and what your client was going through, that mm. was me down to a T. So I thought you could help me. That story that I told got her to move forward. So you want to tell the same story 
to the host. That's how you pitch them is you do it with the story, but don't do it through an email text. I've gotten thousands of pitches. I'm sure you have too, of all of these people trying to pitch you. And what I do is I'm like, okay, so if I keep getting all these pitches of all these long texts, let me turn the webcam on and tell a story instead of sending this through an email. And then mm. what happens is, and you want to tell your story within 30 seconds or less. I mean, uh, right. not 30 seconds or less, within 90 seconds or less. And the way that you tell this story, and people say, what is the story? What is the story? What I say is tell them why you do what you do before you tell them what you're about to do for their audience. And right. when they know why, they're more likely to buy. In other words, they're more likely to say yes. And so just like I think it was Heineken, I'm not sure, but Heineken, they wanted to grow their brand. And mm -hmm. the way that they grew their brand was through a marketing campaign where the marketing person was like, the way he goes, you just explained to me how you create this beer. He goes, that's the most fascinating story I've heard in my life. He goes, why don't you tell people this? He's like, because everybody makes beer like this. He says, but nobody's telling the story. He right. goes, I guarantee if y'all tell how it was built, sure enough, how it was created, watch what happens. They ended up becoming the number one of the number one beer brands because of that marketing campaign. So it's not about finding a story that, you know, is, is amazing. It's about telling a story. All stories are amazing. Not every story is told. So when you pitch right. them, you want to pitch them through a story, through a video and make sure mm -hmm. it's, it's podcast by podcast. You're not sitting here sitting, making one video and blasting it to a hundred. When, mm -hmm. I, when I sent you the video that I sent you, I said your name. I said the mm -hmm. name of your podcast. I said why I like your podcast. All mm -hmm. of those things show you that this guy knows who I am. This mm -hmm. isn't a can of pitch and he knows what he's bringing to the table, which makes you way more likely to book me, which is exactly why you did. And so you build that dream 100. Once you have that dream 100 of all those relevant podcasts, you find some way to get their contact info. Podmatch is a great way to do that. But you dig out their contact info. Once you have their contact info, then you send the pitch with the video. The pitch that you send the video in, like the email, that you send, you want to make sure the email is less than 100 words and the email alludes to the video. So the only thing you're trying to do with your email is you're not trying to get them to say yes. You're just trying to get them to click on the video. That's the only action from the email. Then the video will do the job of getting them to say yes. So, you know, I that's like me going pretty fast on the process, but I mm -hmm. want to make sure you have a clear overview of it. Dream 100. Find your power story, which is your story. You know what it is. Just tell it, reflect, pull it out, tell it, and then pitch them and make sure with the email itself, it's under 100 words. Anything over 100, right. people start to lose it. Keep it under right. 100 and make right. sure the email takes them straight to the video. Okay. So on that Magic 100 list, my Dream 100 list, and you have a 371, but say I keep it to 100, some of those people are going to be pretty big, right? They're going to be considered your A-listers or your B-listers. People that if I'm really dreaming and I really want to talk to somebody, like um, if you're a big Shark Tank fan, I would love to be on Mark Cuban's show and talk about small business because he has a passion for small business just as much as I do, right? But I'm an E-list uh, celebrity, right? Not A, not B, not C, not D, all the way down, right? I'm like the cockroach of celebrities, right? So if somebody's like me who wants to get on a show with millions of listeners, what's the secret there? 
Absolutely. Great point that you brought up. So the podcast apps, I've been on Spotify and Apple. So I, I mean, I've seen them as a user, so I know how it looks. Every single one of them have recommended shows. So this mm -hmm. is what I do. You make a list of the Dream 100. That is your dream. Those are people that you, these are shows that you want to get on. But they will recommend a lot more smaller shows. They will recommend mm -hmm. shows that are likely. Once you can, and if they have like, you know, a hundred reviews or less, that's a show you can go pitch right now. And you don't mm -hmm. need it to like have hundreds of reviews to get. But what you want to do is you want to actually build up your arsenal by getting booked on smaller shows. One of the sure. best ways to find smaller shows is through softwares like Podmatch. Another thing that a lot of people don't do is actually ask their customer list, hey, what podcast do you listen to? I sent an email blast. My customers got like 36 emails back of people saying, I, I like these shows, these shows, these shows for no other purpose other than me asking them, hey. Can you tell me your favorite shows, right? That will give you shows that are smaller that you didn't even think about. Because a lot of people listen to smaller shows. It's like their super niche show and they like it. So I would recommend getting booked on about 20 to 30, potentially a little bit more, but 20 to 30 is pretty good. Shows that have around a thousand listeners potentially, right? Like a thousand mm -hmm. listeners per episode. Now, but when it now, how do you know how many listeners a show has, though? Podomatch will show you. And not only that, but there is a software that I use. Oh, my God, I'm blanking out on the name. I'm going to tell you after the podcast. So you can put it in the show notes if you want. But Perfect. there's a software you can type in the show and it'll tell you how many listens they get per episode. Listens and downloads. So nice. it's a really good software. It's like dang, less than 100 bucks a month. So it's definitely worth it because it helps you find the shows that are higher, you know, higher potential for you. But keep right. in mind, I've gotten clients from people who get 100 downloads per episode. Why? Because they're like a mastermind. It may not mm -hmm. be the biggest, but they are captivated and engrossed in whatever it is that that topic is about. So right. keep that in mind too. You can get a lot from the smaller shows. So number one is you can leverage those shows for your credibility to get booked on mm -hmm. those bigger ones. But the real... And you're also getting practice. And you're getting yeah, I mean, practice. You don't just want to get on the biggest stage. <laughs> that's very true. You don't want to like, oh, I've never done a podcast or even a public speech before and then go on a show with a hundred, you know, or a million down, even a hundred thousand downloads Woo, and you don't know yeah. how to answer anything. Right. So right. be very, very good point there. Um, but one of the secrets to getting on the big shows and the way I've gotten on two shows that I have over a million out of the, uh, you know, so over 26% of my shows, I'm thinking about the numbers in my head have been top ranked shows. Two right. of those 63 shows that I've been on so far have been um, over the millions. Now, mm -hmm. these shows that I got on was through relationships with other hosts because mm. host, no host. Oh, there and you go. Host, no host. You can mm -hmm. get into that circle. A lot of them are much bigger. For example, the mm -hmm. biggest show I got on was a Daily Path show with um, Joe Winters. Biggest show okay. I got on. The way that I got on that show was I and I do this with every guest and you're going to I mean every interview per every podcast I'm on is I ask them hey this is how I get into the world hey great interview you know I'm not that big on email which is true so whenever this is out do you mind texting me so I can share it with my list to get you some more listeners I talk about what's in it for them more listeners are like yeah sure I get their phone number. Now I have their number. They're in my contact list. You're a little bit closer to them. And then the very next day, hey, I noticed that you do a lot of guesting. You have a lot of guests. I'm plugged up with some amazing people. 
I think I have a guest that'll be awesome for you. Would it be cool if I shared his information with you? I've never had somebody say no. They're like, oh, absolutely. And now you did something good for them. And they're like, oh, this is awesome. You're helping me. Now the law of reciprocity. Oh, God. Always mess that word up. (laughs) Anyways, that law comes into play. And you can say, yeah, and, uh, you know, I'm also looking to get on shows to continue to do what I'm doing. Like I shared my message with you. Uh, would it be crazy if I asked you if you just happen to know anybody that may uh, be that I may be a great fit for that exact strategy right there? So simple. Mm-hmm. He was like, you know what? I actually have somebody who would be. Let me connect you with them. Before you knew it, I looked them up on that software. And I was like, holy, sh-. I'm like, this guy gets freaking hundreds of thousands of downloads every single month. And he gets millions every single year. I'm like, oh, my God. This is the thing. Like, this is like going to be it. And both of those shows were secured through that exact approach. Build a relationship, get the contact info, add some goodwill in their bank account, add some goodwill to them, solve a problem for them, and then ask for a favor. Believe it or not, it works beautifully. Oh man, Adrian's got me all excited about podcast guesting all over again. If this sounds like something you would be interested in to increase your visibility and leverage your authority, check out the link in the show notes with the PDF on how to get started and get on the shows that will get you that visibility. Hey, if you enjoyed this show, please leave us a review. We love to hear your feedback. And until next time, stay buzzworthy. Stay, 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 stay.